You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 12 of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Smith, and today we're going to be talking about how and why to prune herbs. If you are a relatively new gardener and you've started out with herbs, which is my recommendation, herbs are a really nice, easy way to get into gardening. Chances are, if it's the middle of summer, your herbs are going nuts and they're going to be benefiting from some pruning. In fact, they would probably have benefited from some pruning a little while ago, but that's okay. We're going to learn all about how to do that today in this episode. But first, a word from today's sponsor. So let's cover off, first of all, on why you should be pruning your herbs. A lot of new gardeners don't realize that by by pruning herbs, you're actually encouraging them to grow more. And most of the time when you're pruning, it, it helps with two things. So it makes the plant bushier by encouraging the plant to leaf out rather than to grow up. And it keeps the plant producing leaves um, by discouraging flowering. So a plant has two different stages. It has a growth stage where it's you know growing taller and leafier, and then it has a reproduction stage where it produces flowers. And once that flower is pollinated, it produces seeds, and then the plant is like, boom, job done. I can, you know, die now. And you don't want that to happen, right? You want your your herb plants to be producing leaves as long as possible so you can keep enjoying them and cooking with them. And pruning helps you kind of keep that process going on longer. So first of all, it's, it's important to know that there's two different types of herbs. There are herbaceous herbs. These are herbs that are leafy and must be planted every year. So no matter how big they get, their stems remain tender and edible. So you can eat the stems of basil plants and it will still taste like basil. You can eat the stems of, let's say, cilantro plants and it tastes just as much like cilantro as cilantro leaves do. Um, so feel free to you know use those stems in your cooking. You don't need to chop them off and throw them out. They're still tender. They're still edible. They're still going to have just as much flavor. But those are herbaceous herbs. And if you experience freezing temperatures in your area, you're not going to be able to overwinter those herbs, which means you're not going to be able to keep them outside and and have them survive. So like I said, examples would include basil, cilantro, mint, dill, um, any of those softer, leafier herbs. On the other end of the spectrum, you have woody herbs, and these herbs can be perennial, meaning they they come back on their own every year. You don't have to regrow them from seed, Um, but it depends on the climate that you live in. And as these herbs get older, their stems get harder and more woody, more wood-like. So examples would include rosemary, thyme, sage, oregano, Sage is often the easiest to overwinter if you mulch it really well. Think of mulch like a blanket that protects it from like the harshest of you know winter conditions. Um, but you can also bring your sage inside, and even if it's set next to like a cold window pane, as long as it's getting enough light and as long as you remember to water it, once you 
put it outside. It's going to look like a bunch of dead twigs in early spring, but just keep watering it, just keep watching it, and, and it'll come back. So that's, those are examples of, of woody herbs. So woody herbs and herbaceous herbs are need to be pruned differently. And it's important to know that you should start pruning herbs pretty early. It's going to feel really wrong kind of pinching the tender top leaves off when it's a tiny little seedling. But trust me, once a plant has three or more sets of true leaves on it, it's ready to be pruned. So if you go to my website at beeandbasil.com and search for how to prune herbs, you'll get some really great photos of what I'm about to explain. So The first kind of pruning is called pinching back. And this is where you're just removing the very top set or sets of leaves or or flower buds in the case of like if your basil is flowering or if your sage is flowering and you want to discourage that. It's basically all you're doing is literally with your thumb and forefinger just pinching those buds, those leaves off. Wherever you pinch back, you're going to want to make sure that you pinch back above a set of leaves. So again, there are pictures of this on my website, but if you look really closely at a stem of especially an herbaceous plant, you can see tiny little leaf nodes that are growing kind of in the armpit of the main stem and the larger leaf kind of that like branches out. And you want to pinch off the leaves that are just above those two tiny little leaf nodes. And basically what that does is it doubles your production, right? So instead of one leaf node that your herbs were growing from, once you pinch that off, those two leaf nodes underneath it kind of start growing. It's going to start diverting its energy into making those bigger and leafier, making your plant leafier and giving you more leaves to harvest and and cook with. You're going to want to pinch back herbaceous plants at least a few times during the growing season. So like I said, you know, do it early once the plant has at least three sets of true leaves. So true leaves look different from the first leaves that come up. If you count the seed leaves plus the true leaves, then that means your plant would have eight leaves on it. I know it's a little bit confusing, but if your plant has eight leaves on it, it's perfectly okay and perfectly safe to pinch off that top set of leaves as long as, like I said, you're pinching off above a set of leaf nodes. So deadheading is is a, is a similar thing to pinching back, right? When I when I talked about flowers and you can pinch off those flowers, that is that is also called deadheading. And all it does is pinch off those flowers to keep the plant diverting the energy into producing leaves rather than using its energy to reproduce and create flowers. So depending on how long you've let it go, newly formed flower buds can just be pinched off just like you can pinch off leaves. Sometimes the flower stalks get a little bit thicker, a little bit stronger, a little bit stiffer in the stem and you have to clip those off with a set of um, gardening shears but when they're really young the flower buds can be thrown in with pesto just like basil leaves i try to leave at least one or two of my basil flowers going just because bees love basil flowers and i love having bees in my garden in terms of woody herbs Woody herbs need a lot less pruning back 
because they have a tendency to keep growing new leaves on the older, more established, more woody stems. So if you'll notice, like if you ever try to overwinter your sage plant, you'll notice, like I said, they look kind of like dry sticks at first. But then eventually, as you water them, as they keep getting sunlight, you'll see these tiny little buds that are coming off of these, you know, woody stems. So you don't need to cut them off, even if they look, you know, stick-like, super dead, you know, they will eventually come back. The ones that don't come back, if you overwinter a woody herb and there is a stem or two that, that just does not regenerate, feel free to prune that off. It's, it's not going to come back and it's fine. It's, it's just a waste of space. And by pruning it off, you allow that plant a little bit more space to grow other healthy new growth. That said, you shouldn't be afraid to, you know, clip off um, herbs from woody herbs to use, you know, while it's growing. Um, woody herbs are incredibly um, tenacious, just like herbaceous herbs are, and they're going to keep on growing upward and outward um, as long as they're getting the water and the nutrients and the sunlight that they need. So that is it for today about um, pruning herbs. Like I said, if you need some pictures to kind of help understand exactly what I'm talking about, please feel free to visit my website at beeandbasil.com and search for how to prune herbs um, and that'll give you a better idea of a few of the ideas that I've let you in on here today. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions, hit me up on that blog post and ask me. I would love to hear from you. Other than that, I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles images, and recipes.